Brad and Glenda Pius. Thank you so much for sewing into Morning Drive Bible. Without your commitment and support, this initiative couldn't come to fruition. Good morning from Jerusalem. My name is David Nekrupman. And my name is Scott Kahn. And welcome to Morning Drive Bible. Scott, I was going through my prayers this morning. Sometimes I read commentary to enrich the liturgy that we have to communicate and commune with God, right? It's a nice thing to do once in a while, Scott. I agree. Just don't want to say the words and do this out of habit, right? We want to pray, especially... You know, I still want to feel something from the high holiday season. Not and, that long ago. Right? Okay. I came across this particular prayer, and you know that one of the reasons why we began Morning Drive Bible was to address the Holy Spirit. One of the topics, the major topics we'll be talking about is the Holy Spirit. I found this prayer from the 1700s from a Hasidic rabbi. Interesting. Okay. Listen to this prayer. May it be your will. God, to remove all barriers between our souls and you, our Father who are in heaven. Keep us from all haughtiness, anger, ill temper, and from all evil thoughts which debase the holy worship that we long to offer unto you in purity and love. So far, so good, right? It's a beautiful prayer, yes. But it continues. Plant your Holy Spirit within us and save us from all envy and jealousy. Endow us with the vision to see in everyone his good qualities and to close our eyes to his defects. Oh, that's very nice. Then shall our prayers cause us to rise to higher and higher spiritual levels and bring us nearer and nearer to you. There's a coupling of not looking at the defects of our fellow man and our prayers being successful and rising up all the way to God. One of the liturgical adopted prayers of other people that we bring into our communal prayers to God is that I am accepting upon myself to love my fellow human being Right before we pray to God. Because how can we love God if we don't love humanity? Well, also we know that humanity is created in the image of God. We don't know very much about God, but much of what we know about God is what we know about ourselves. And we can relate that and through other people as well to understanding God. So understanding other people and being able to love other people is itself a direct way of having some connection to God too. Here's a prayer that's related to the Holy Spirit, but this prayer about the Holy Spirit also addresses our thing of loving our fellow human being, but more so that we only see the good qualities, the benefit of the doubt of giving to people that they did something to us or they're doing something in their own lives and there's got to be a reason for it. We're going to ignore the defects and we're going to just focus on the good qualities of our fellow human being. Well, that relates directly back to Exodus chapter 32, when we apparently are not looking at the good qualities of the people of Israel. They were being pretty bad, having insisted that Aaron make this calf, giving their jewelry to him. He carved it out, and then the people say, these are your gods, leaders, whatever, O Israel, who took you out of the land of Egypt. This is not their original request. They originally wanted a leader, somebody to continue the trek through the desert now that, in their belief, mistakenly, Moses is gone. But now they're saying something else. They're saying not only will this calf, apparently, continue leading us, but it was the one all along who led us out of Egypt. And now Moses will be the intercessor for the people of Israel. And one of the major arguments, which I believe is an argument, and you believe is an introduction 
to another argument, which you will have to hear a previous episode on this, why, God, are you angry? And we're trying to get up to what is Moses trying to do with this argument. So why do you say that it's an argument, David? Because I still am confused and puzzled. I understand that we see that the people were looking for a leader, and the reason they wanted a leader is not inherently unreasonable, given that they thought that Moses was dead. They want a new leader. But now that they actually are taking this calf, this golden calf made by Aaron, and saying, these are your leaders who took you out of Egypt, or your gods even who took you out of Egypt, it's one thing that originally their motivation might have been, if not exactly pure, but at least defensible. But now they're changing and erasing history. How is that possibly something which Moses can defend saying to God, why are you so angry? Of course God is angry. So just to give you a little bit of a nugget to feel better than I am addressing your question, Scott. Because my stomach's all upset right now. I'm not I know, happy. I know. Give them Alka-Seltzer, people. Moses' argument is saying, you are wanting the people to really know you right away after, what, 400 years of servitude in Egypt? They're saturated in pagan idolatry that they only know about paganism, and all of a sudden they're taken out from this situation. They have post-traumatic exile syndrome, and they just got the Sinaitic revelation. They did experience everything like this. But automatically, when a crisis happens and an issue is not being addressed immediately, well, there are habits that people have, and they're going back to what they know. So Moses' argument is, where's your understanding, God? You can't expect the people saturated in all of this to automatically make the shift. You actually see that they didn't go for the idolatry right away. They were just looking for leadership to point them to a different direction. But you say they fell into the idolatry because that's what they knew and that's all they've known for the past 400 years. This monotheism gig is something that's brand new only since they left Egypt a few months ago. Right. That is to give you your need for an answer right now. Well, maybe in the next episode, David, I'll address a different question, which is, that is eminently reasonable. So why was God angry? Oh, very good. That's good. So in the next episode of Morning Drive Bible, we'll discuss this issue. I'm Scott Kahn. I'm David Negrutman, and blessings from Jerusalem.